All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else and what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured titan today, Parker Loveless. Parker, thanks so much for taking the time. It's an honor to have you on the show. Great. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here as well. Love it. I can't wait to just dive in for everybody out there who's tuning in to get to know you as a man, as a professional, and really just all the bits and pieces. So uh, without further ado, let's just jump in if you're all right with that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I guess let's just start with the first question of telling everybody a little bit about you. Sure. So my name is Parker Loveless. I've been in Colorado since about 2006, Denver, maybe 2008. I uh, went to college out here in Denver. I actually went to community college at Denver. Love it. Um, got out of community college and kind of didn't really know what to go. So I started working in corporate America. One thing led to another and I ended up basically in real estate because none of those other things worked out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, the honesty, everybody, it, the integrity. Here. Yeah, and Parker, that's, that's incredible to me because obviously you have, you know, experience in corporate America and then going from that to real estate. What was it like for you making that transition, I guess, is part one. But on the other side of it, why real estate? So basically, and let me back up for a oh, second yeah. because first off, when I got into real estate, I never envisioned my business would take me to something like this. And interesting enough, last week I did my very first top producer panel, and I've been asked to do those before, and I usually deny them, but I had like an emotional element with that office. So I decided to say, okay, I'll do it. And as I was sitting in a room full of realtors, and they were listening to me, and I know for a fact some of those brokers probably do a little bit more production than myself, but they were truly feeding on what I was saying, mm. taking notes, and it put things in perspective because I never envisioned somebody listening to me like this or taking advice from somebody like myself because right when I got into real estate, I had one goal and one vision, and that was to support and provide for my kids and my wife. Love it. Now, not only as individuals, but as a family too, right? Because they grow, we grow as one as a family, mm -hmm. but they each had their little individual things that I want to help them with, I want to teach them with, and we can learn together individually. Sure. So... That, in my opinion, is really going to be my big why is, is doing this to support my family. Hmm. You know, and when corporate America didn't really work out, it was I need to get into something that could help me provide that lifestyle. Sure. And I'd really like for anybody that's listening to know that real estate in my world actually takes a back seat because the only reason I do this is to fund the family lifestyle and to be there for them. And that's, I mean, truth. That, that's a big portion into into who you are. Sure. And obviously, the transition and what's going on. Uh, you know, obviously, you're at a wonderful brokerage, and, and we're here at Kentwood right now. Uh, you know, in, in one of the amazing conference uh, rooms, which is great. Well, the view is just being right here in Cherry mm -hmm. Creek. Uh, but when it comes down to to that, and you already kind of alluded to it, Parker, mm -hmm. is to and and I want to touch on it a little bit more for people to understand you a little bit deeper is. Uh, what is your why? What really motivates you and drives you to do what you do to the level that you do it at? I know you spoke about your family. Sure. Um, but if you could dive a little deeper. Into you that. know, and it's, it's interesting because if I got, I've been licensed since 2015. I started out at a team in Denver Tech Center and then evolved right here into Kentwood. And to be honest with you, 
if you would have asked me in 2014 where I saw myself in five years or what I wanted to do with my life, it, it was literally nothing. I didn't know because I didn't have a vision. I wasn't capable of thinking outside of what was in front of me that specific day. Hmm. And I want to say that, you know, my big why really is to be the best portion of myself that I can be, but yet also communicate and train my family to be the best that they can be because I was a very small-minded person. I never thought anything beyond of, you know, something bigger. Hmm. And real estate has helped me mature to that level. And I want to be able to tailor and, tr and train my kids that, you know, if you put your mind to it and your heart to it, you can, you can really do whatever you want. I mean, because that's, for me, that's something that I'm very proud of because, like I said, I never saw myself in a position of even something like this. Hmm. I mean, to me, can you feel the humility, the energy, <laughs> the honesty? I mean, Parker, that's so beautiful to me. Obviously, there's nothing greater than family and, and leaving that legacy and, and impact that you have and mm -hmm. continue to in the communities that, mm -hmm. that you work and service. Uh, family is so important and you know there's a lot of top producers and professionals who you know we get wrapped up in our day-to-day our -day sure. life and our job but we forget the true importance of family and, and I love the fact that you mentioned that so many people are going to connect and resonate with that uh, but not just to support them but to, to help guide them I love that you're mentioning those things and mm -hmm. really uh, breaking down any barriers or thoughts that they might have and really raising them raising them right you know being a dad and everything that way it's challenging I try I love it. I love it. this is this is great. And and so um, that gives everybody a little bit of deeper knowledge into you into what your why is. Let me go into the next question and this is actually a crowd pleaser um, when it comes down to the subscribers of this particular series. Whether you're listening to or watching this, um, everybody wants to know what the Titans are doing or have done to grow or to scale their business in some form or fashion. Little tips, things like that. So if you could look at your business thus far, mm -hmm. pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business, took it from one level to the next, what's that look like for you, Parker? It's actually very simple, and that is when I was on a team, I was arguably the top producer for that team, mm -hmm. possibly maybe a top producer within the office, and it felt very comfortable for me, it felt very good, and I loved it. But I told myself when I got into real estate in 2015 that I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to do something for myself. Mm -hmm. And even though I loved everything I was doing at the team, I had to do it for myself to venture off to try real estate as an independent broker. And by doing that, I implemented the systems that I learned from the team into my own. I've learned how to evolve as a professional because I don't have necessarily just a team leader that I could say, oh, hey, can you deal with this? Because I don't want to deal with it right now. Right. <laughs> I, I've had to learn to deal with some of the, the, the challenges of real estate, the good and the bad, because Grant Kentwood has great support and I love everything about it. But as an independent broker as well, you have to learn to evolve with the market and grow with how your clientele wants you to kind of grow. Awesome. You know, so that's that's definitely something that I know was a big booster in my business hmm. is kind of venturing off on my own. And trust me, it wasn't an easy decision. OK, it was yeah. it was scary. Well, and, and I, I want to dive into that, too, because I, I know that there's a lot of people watching this right now or listening to this and they're thinking, gosh, you know, I'm on a team right now. Mm -hmm. When should I make that leap? And so what was your thought process mm -hmm. when you made that change? Just, you know, for anybody who's in that situation right now. It took me at least a month to actually tell myself, okay, I need to try this on my own, mm -hmm. right? And then it took me about another month to actually do it because I had Kenwood top of mind for a company that I wanted to interview with a few of the others. Sure. And going through the interview process, 
for me in the beginning was tough because all I did was compare myself to the team. Mm -hmm. Okay, what can they do compared to this team? And when you compare something with expectations, nine times out of 10, it, you're gonna lose because you're just like, oh, I have something that's so good, but how can I get out of my comfort zone to leave it to potentially be maybe bigger or better, wow. right? Yeah. And so it, it wasn't actually an easy decision and it was very challenging. I talked night after night with my wife on mm -hmm. what I should do because we do make decisions together. Yeah. I even talked to my parents and, you know, of course they're just like, you go do what you gotta do. And I'm like, thanks, you know, like <laughs> thanks that's, for the love. that's awesome. <laughs> but it's great, you know, to have all that support. I knew that if I believed in the process of what I wanted to do and how I envisioned it, I, the odds were in my favor, right? The yeah. odds were on my side. So I don't think failing was necessarily going to even be an option, hmm. but it, it was tough. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's obviously speaking volumes to your mindset, your your drive and action. And for anybody out there, I'm, I'm trying to read between the lines with, with everybody. And um, to me, it's just taking that leap of faith. You'll know when you're ready, but it's hard work and it's scary, but obviously no risk, no reward. And sometimes mm -hmm. the bigger risks, the bigger rewards. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not all perfect, but um, you know, you found a great brokerage. I did. You, you find uh, great people that you're surrounding yourself with mm -hmm. and, and synergize and, and have those conversations. But at the end of the day, you got to put in the work and you wouldn't be where you are today if you didn't. No, absolutely. I would agree a hundred percent. And you know, just to touch, I don't always know if there's a perfect time to do something like that. And that's really just speaking in life. There's, you just never know when that perfect time is, but when it presents itself, if you capitalize on it, it, you know, could, could turn out for the better. I love this. Hopefully everybody is loving this. I'm loving it. Write this down, pause it, rewind it. You need to reach out to this man. Hopefully I'm not throwing you under the bus that way, but I mean, he's a wealth of knowledge, absolute expert, super, super good stuff. So uh, Parker, I do want to go into the next question and shift gears here. And this is the tricky part of this interview and mm -hmm. series. It's the challenge question. So I usually lead into it with everybody has challenges and struggles mm -hmm. in their life, whether it's in the past, now, or into the future, no one's exempt. Uh -huh. I'm a firm believer. It's not so much what happens, mm -hmm. but how we respond and what we learn from mm -hmm. it really makes a difference. So if you're comfortable sharing a challenge with everybody that you dealt with, you learned from and grew from, what's that look like for you? Sure, and I'll share too. I'll share a personal and a professional one. So in okay. a business set, the biggest challenge in my career ever was leaving the team. It, it definitely was. Mm -hmm. And today, what I still focus, what I still kind of challenge with, even though I have all these systems in place on how I want to produce business and how I get new clientele, mm -hmm. it it can sometimes be dragging. You know, I'm up on the phones by 8 a.m. every single day calling people for my clients to see if we can somehow put a deal together. Wow. And as easy as that may sound, it's probably one of the toughest decisions or toughest things that I have to do mm. because every day it's just like a job. You wake up and it's like, man, I kind of don't want to go to work today. You know, and that's <laughs> right. even though my work is just downstairs in my office yeah. or I can come to this beautiful office and, and work as well. But it is, it's a constant battle between myself. I love working mm. for my clients. And I love Love doing all that great things but at the same time my inner self sometimes can be a little lazy yeah. and I have to overcome that especially when you have such an amazing month the next month you really kind of just don't want to do too much <laughs> and, and I think that I, I think that can be attested to a lot of realtors especially right. once you start making some decent money and you know you get a little bit of a savings it's like well, I did that yesterday, so I'm good today. I don't have to work. But in reality, the days that you don't work, you actually feel it. 
mm-hmm. months later well said. by not being able to prospect that day because you wanted to take your kid to the zoo or whatever it is you're doing. Sure. I, God knows I've done it. Right. But it's like you actually pay for it later when you don't have that commission check. Mm-hmm. On a personal level, I think growing and learning to be a father is an everyday evolvement. I mean, it is yeah. very challenging, especially right now with my son. He's five years old. Mm-hmm. He wants to do anything and everything out there. And what I do and what I say and how I do it, he does the exact same thing. So being wow. that example for him and my daughter and even my wife, you know, being the leader of the family and, and really trying to do what I can to keep everybody happy. And we are. We're a very happy family. But sure. sometimes the inner self in me, it... it The personal thing, as brokers, as realtors, our business doesn't stop at 5 p.m. Right. And when my kid gets home from school and he wants to go play ball, but my head is in a transaction, that it stinks. That's it's tough. really tough because he's, he doesn't see that, right? He goes, oh, my dad goes to work, I go to school, and then that's just what life is. But he doesn't know that that work is the reason why we have the things that we have and, you know, mm-hmm. we're able to do stuff like this. But sure. it emotions emotions can be very challenging for me at least in this business yeah and that's something that i need to work on every single day because my kids are growing right and they're not going to stop no matter how bad a deal is going you're right and uh i love the fact that you you shared that you know with me and everybody else out there and and i i want to i want to reverse back to uh, your first statement and i think that that adage of you know really putting the time in and the days that you really need to work are the days you don't want to. Oh yeah. And, and I love the fact that you said you know what you're not doing today affects you months down the line, and that's going to hit so many producers, and they're all literally nodding their heads, saying, "Yeah, Parker, you're absolutely right." So being you know treating this like a nine to five in a way, um, being an entrepreneur, that's a really tough thing to do it's because it's so sporadic. But mm-hmm. the best of the best always treat it like a business mm-hmm. it's not necessarily oh, i had a great month i'm gone it's i need to have a great month after a great month after a great month because it doesn't always stay that way it's cyclical there's waves oh yeah um, so i think that's 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 a beautiful share and that's going to hit so many others uh as far as the personal side you know you being a dad i mean that that hits me uh you know i i we just had a daughter she's olivia one years old and um, I, I reflect on that so much in my life, and I can only imagine what you're going through because you, you know your son's older. Uh, I look at it in the way that I was when I was a child, and I don't know if I would admit this at the time, but I've admitted this years and years down the line, is mm-hmm. I, I was paying attention to everything my parents were doing. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what they were telling me to do, but how they lived their lives and the examples that they set. So you're absolutely right. I mean, you're already seeing it. So, I mean, that's a huge wake-up call for anybody out there who's not really thinking. Your kids are paying attention, and they are direct influenced right off of your circle and your sphere. And that's tough to balance, right? It is, especially because when I see him react to positive and negative things in life, I remember when I was like that at his age okay. now. When he was two, I don't remember that. But now mm-hmm. when he's five, evolving into six, seven, I remember what it was like to be that age and how I reacted. A lot of it was based upon just doing things that my dad did because I looked up to him. I still do. And me and my son are very close. We play video games. We do golf. We have a YouTube channel. So I know he hears and sees, like, everything I do. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah. 
It's crazy. Being I, that example. Yeah, I love that. Huge message, great message, and thanks for sharing, Parker. It's not easy to do uh, in front of everybody, but I do want to shift gears. Slightly softer question, a little sure. bit easier that way. Um, it's one of my favorites is the travel back in time question. Uh -huh. So uh, no one has a time machine or a crystal ball, but if you could travel back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, any age range, any time frame, what would you say to your younger self? It's be consistent, whether it's through any sport that you do, any book that you read. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. And that's very important in this business because if you tell a client you're going to do something, you have to do it. You have to stick through to do it because they're going to check up on you. Right. Staying consistent with your process of how you generate business or how you just do things in life, I think that's going to be very strong and help people prevail with their own personal struggles and their own personal wins. One thing that's stuck with me ever since the past that actually my, my father told me is, he said, what you do today is going to affect you in the future and how you react is going to stick with you. And he told me that when I was younger, probably 12 or 13, and you know, we were all at that age, I was getting into trouble, I, I got arrested and some things were getting bad and he told me that. And at the time, it didn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. But as I started to turn you know, 17, 18, and I applied for jobs, and that record starts to follow you, right. it's, it's like, oh my God, he's right. And now, I, I tell that to my son, but honestly, I don't think it really means anything to him right now. Mm -hmm. But everything that I do today, I think about the future of, okay, how can this not only affect me, but my family, but how, you know, how is it going to look in the next few years? Because now that I look back, that's so true. Whatever you do in your past or that day or today is going to affect you in the future. So not only stay consistent, but my dad, my father told me that when I was a kid. And that, that literally has changed all my decisions in my life. It, it really has changed a lot. And I actually don't think I've ever told him that. Uh, well, I really actually don't think I've ever told him that. I hope he watches this or listens to this, but <laughs> you're a wise man. You're an absolutely wise man. And that's so true. That's such a true mm -hmm. statement. And I love the fact that that ripple effect is happening with, with your son mm -hmm. and, and your guiding and going through and, and giving that wonderful advice. And, um, you know, that's just something for everybody to really take away. But the, the, the add to that is the consistency. And I love the fact you mentioned that anybody out there, not just young Parker, but everybody who's watching or listening mm -hmm. to this, that's true in anything and everything in your life. As you stated, be consistent do what you say you're going to do. I, I love that. I mean, you nailed that. I, that's real. Everybody should have that on their bathroom mirror, on a post-it note, whatever's <laughs> going on. I mean, be consistent. Consistency. Um, so I, I love that, love that, love that. So let's go into the next crowd pleaser into this particular series and interview. And a lot of people who subscribe to this, they want to know what the Titans are doing or have done to grow their minds. So this is the feeding the mind question. Um, I always lead into it with podcasts you're listening mm -hmm. to, books you read, influencers or coaches, anything on YouTube that really you're learning, that you're growing. How are you feeding your mind, Parker? So I have a few things, actually. I have a life coach who happens to be a very, very good friend of mine. He's, a, he's very, very successful in sales. And he, to this day, is one of the big reasons that he's pushed me into sales. Not necessarily real estate, mm -hmm. but sales in general. And I do meet with him on more of a social level because we are good friends, yeah. um, and we just, we can get in these conversations and just talk and talk, and the things that I learn from him just by speaking, it really helps me, not necessarily in business, but it helps me personally, Sure. and I feel like if you're winning in your personal life, you could also win automatically in your business life, because they, they kind of can go together, um, but also I do watch a lot of motivational um, speaking videos on YouTube, one of my big, 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 uh, big people I watch is Denzel Washington. 
Love it. Because he is a prime example of of success, in my opinion. I mean, he came from not a lot. His mom, I believe, owned like a barbershop. It's in one of his episodes or something like that when he was talking to a graduating class. Hmm. But it just, it kind of hits it because it's like everybody sees this, Mm -hmm. everybody sees the sales, but they don't necessarily see where somebody comes from or the actual true hard work that they put into it. And then beyond that, you know, you have your regular real estate upgrade classes, the the market's evolving, you got to stay on top of it. So anything that I can read off of, you know, reputable websites, Mm -hmm. uh, potential books, or even knowledge right here that this office gives us, that's kind of how I feed my mind. And then of course, living. Living really does it too. Going through those experiences and learning from the mistakes and giving yourself praise when you when you've earned it. I, I love everything you're mentioning from you know really getting the inspiration, having having a coach uh, you know by your side to really go through and strategize, bounce ideas. I think oh, yeah. that the best of the best always has somebody there. And it's not that you're not self-starving or self-motivating, uh, but it's always nice to have different perspectives or different eyes. So that's brilliant. Um, when you go into the you know video portion, picking out people that you really resonate with you, mm-hmm. um, Denzel Washington, for example, for you, I mm-hmm. think is fantastic. Whatever gets you really excited and motivated, but then your thought process adjusting, uh, you know. And then lastly, I, I, what I love most is. That your life, you're going into life and, and you're living and you're growing. You're obviously in your business, a real estate, and everybody out there should be. You should know your markets, your neighborhoods. You should really be continuing education, maintaining all that stuff. But above and beyond that, the conversations that you're having with your colleagues, your clients, your friends and family, that, that is molding and shaping you. Mm-hmm. And so many people out there, I find this to be really odd, is to reaching outside and asking for opinions and thought process masterminds. I mean, Obviously, you don't have a problem with that, Parker. So it's just, I think that more people should really just know it's okay. It's okay to do that, and it's smart. It's okay to do that. It's okay to ask for help, and it's okay to admit when you've either done something wrong or when you don't know the answer. Hmm. Especially in this business when people ask about the market or, you know, interest rates. And, you know, sometimes I truly don't know, and I think a lot of it's perspective. And I tell them, hey, this is, you know, my opinion, but if, you know, don't take it to heart that much because this is just what I'm experiencing. You know, what I experience and what I look at can be completely different than what somebody else is experiencing or how they view that certain particular situation. Hmm. Uh, uh, It's deep, everybody. Please absorb this. This is amazing. (laughs) I love this, love this, love this. And I'll have links in the comments down below um, so that you can follow and feed your mind the same way that this man is. Parker, this has been chock full of just so much inspiration, positive mindset, um, life balance, you know, industry standard, things like that. And again, I'm just honored to have you on the show. Thank you. Um, I want to finish everything up with a final question. And this one ends up being a quote or a mantra that you live by that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for Parker Loveless? If anybody follows me on Instagram or Facebook, they know that I'm always hashtagging Believe in your process because even when the world or anybody else tells you no, if you can see a way through or you believe in yourself that you can make it, you just put the odds in your favor and I really think you can. There's been several real estate transactions that I personally feel like if I didn't do it the way that I felt could have benefit my clientele, we may not have closed, we may not have gotten through it, but if you stay true to yourself and believe in the way that you can visualize it, there's really nothing that can't be done. <laughs> I don't think anybody could have said it any better, Parker. I mean, that, that just sums it up beautifully, my friend. 
I mean, that's uh, great. It's definitely something that I've lived by just because sometimes when you feel like, you know, the world's against you, it's like, just because you see it differently doesn't mean that my way is wrong, mm. you know? Yeah, so. this, this is great. Everybody, um, it, it was an absolute honor to have you. Seriously, Parker, thank you so thank much. Thank you so you, much for inviting me. You're an me. official real estate titan, oh, my thanks. friend. Um, everybody, thank you so much for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, please don't forget to throw a like on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and have a listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.